Dear diary. Dear diary. Wow. Today was a really hard day. Dear diary, I find sometimes my life can be hard. Dear diary, it will pass and it will be okay. Dear diary, I feel like today is going to be. Shh. The Indigo Diaries. Dear diary, welcome, world, to the Indigo Diaries. First, let me introduce myself. My name is Tasha Hicklin, and I'm the host of this brand new podcast. Well, it's not really brand new anymore, The Indigo Diaries. Thank you to everyone for coming in and joining and listening. If this is your first time, then welcome. And if you're, if you're returning, then welcome back. I welcome all you Indigos to the first series, The World Through Our Eyes, and another episode, and this time around, an actual live guest, not like last time. Today's episode is from a lady who I've, been, who I've just got to know quite recently through our group, Indigo. She speaks with so much passion when it comes to ADHD and has such a drive to help others in the community. So welcome. Hello. Hi. So, so my name is Manaski. Oh, welcome. So let me tell you a bit about her. Manaski from India, a 32 year old girl full of dreams and wants to help people of ADHD globally. She has been diagnosed since 16 years of age and she's been many, gone through many ups and downs since then. So welcome. It's nice to see you or hear you. Thank you, Tasha. Okay. Thank so you. So let's begin by asking you a question. I'm going to ask you, when were you first diagnosed? Where formerly when I was 16 years of age after class 10. Okay. So how were you diagnosed? Can you tell us a bit about that? Yes, my maternal grandfather, my nanaji, I went to his house during my summer vacations after class 10 and he somehow found that there's something wrong in me. He took me a psychologist called Rita Garwal in India. We did some tests there, but uh, psychosomatic tests, but it, uh, there she told that I was a schizophrenic child. We went to another psychiatrist there, I was diagnosed as ADHD at the last form. Okay. So how did you feel about your diagnosis? That time, 16 years ago, the awareness was not so much as it is today. I had, I didn't know anything and couldn't relate much because there was no internet. There was no, mm -hmm. uh, there was no nothing that time, 16 years ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you feel like today it it has changed since you were 16, the way you feel about yeah, ADHD has changed. So how's that changed for you? The feel of ADHD has changed because I came to know and understand myself better. Mm -hmm. I read many books, joined Indigo book, joined an India book called uh, Added Focus Group of Ratan Shetty. And it really helped me and motivated me a lot. But yes, people's perception to change much after they know about your illness. Okay. So uh, you said that you're from India. So how is the awareness for ADHD in in India? Uh, the awareness has increased since the movie Talis Amin Par of Amir Khan that was released back in 2008. And, and uh, awareness has improved a lot, but there are still many areas in India which are not aware of the problem. But somehow the awareness have increased a lot and the schools have special areas for such children, special centers or areas for such children, they teach the children differently. 
awareness of of course have increased a lot but there are some places where it is not yet increased so in india is there many things like um like specialized mem- like members of like psychiatrists or psychologists yeah there are many psychiatrists psychologists sp- special learning teachers shadow teachers and uh, occupational therapists that is ot okay so have you um since being diagnosed have you used any of these specialized members of staff i have been to psychiatrist that time but that time when i was diagnosed there were not many now it has come up uh, a lot more that okay. time there were not many special remedial teachers also okay so you feel like in the last kind of 16 years since you were diagnosed it has improved a lot yes it has improved tremendously in india okay. So what was your so let's go back to kind of where where this kind of story began what was your childhood like? my childhood challenges were uh, poor attention like i couldn't concentrate much on a task and uh, i had a complain of being late to the school always my laces were always open and uh, academically it went poorer and poorer day by day after being diagnosed with adhd and my childhood was uh, during i started actually my adhd started right from class 7 8 but i was diagnosed at the age of uh, 16 but actually it's began at the age of 12 13 so from the 12 13 the teachers could make out the difference between me and other children actions were different so you just said that you, with um when it comes to teachers that they started to see that you were different at the age of 12 did any of them ever bring it up with your parents they brought once or twice over but my parents couldn't believe it because they also didn't have the awareness of adhd they couldn't uh, relate or believe it okay so um you said that you had quite a lot of difficulties at school did you have um how was it with other children well actually class from class 6 i was in a different school and 7th my parents changed my school because i had uh, because they thought that i would be with my sibling where there were many boys and they used to tease me like anything and i had difficulties in learning writing and also listening to instruction following instructions following directions tying the shoelaces being on time very much difficulties arose there okay so how did that affect your relationships with kind of other children it affected my relationship very much because they found that i was different from them mm. my habits were different my actions were different i was very much different from them okay so how did that impact you it made me feel isolated and lonely and did that carry on throughout the whole of childhood and throughout the whole of school till 10th it was that much 11 12 i shifted to our opening opening school in nagpur and college was very good extremely good in college in nagpur that is a part of maharashtra in calcutta in uh, india the, cha- the college days were extremely good and many friends over there okay so i remember you mentioning about your principal uh, wouldn't allow you to take exams can you tell us about that yeah yeah in class 10th when i was there the principal of uh, our school that is akshapur singh academy in calcutta she called my parents and refi- and told me that uh, she refused to she told me that minakshi is very slow and she should not give the exam as i was extremely going worse by first day by day 
and uh, she told her that I won't pass in class 10, so the school record would be going down day by day. Wow, I think that is absolutely horrific. How did that, how did you kind of deal with that? I don't know how I did, but it was a miracle that I passed class 10 with 42%. Absolute miracle. I agree. I think you did really well there to even after... Because I used to sleep or lie and my mother used to study. Aww. I did uh, commerce. I did BCom and commerce after that. BCom bachelor and computer application. BCom and computer application after that. That is, I did it uh, very well. Very well, I did okay, okay, but I did after that. Why do you think you, uh, after that, did really well in computing? Do you think it's because you were interested? What What do you think of that? Well, uh, to be frank, I was not, I was, I started a work very enthusiastically, but towards the end, I started getting bored by it. That is my major outlook in the aim, and my major aim now, after the lockdown is to help people of ADHD, not only in India, but globally in some form or other. I also tried therapical yoga from S. Vyasa University in India. It worked a lot for me. Okay. So how did you, so from this, from uh, being at school, how did you actually get diagnosed? I remember you said that your grandfather took you. So how did he notice? He noticed, I don't know how he noticed, but he had read somewhere about mental illness that time. It was not so much prominent. And he he had a, he has a good circle with doctors. So he thought that there is something wrong with the child. She's just not playing the prank. My actions were different. My behavior were different. Mm -hmm. My attitude was different. Everything was different. And he was the first person who took me to a psychiatrist. I'm very, very grateful to my grandfather. Yeah. Do you still have a good relationship with your grandfather now? Yes, I have a good relationship with my grandfather and I'm very grateful for him, to him. I think that's really special that your grandfather, you know, they say that ADHD is only really becoming aware now. The fact that he saw that in you and actually went and got you help is incredible. Yeah, it was incredible mm. on his part. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So um, does your, like all of your family, did they all kind of accept it after you were diagnosed? They, actually my parents couldn't believe it first, but yes, mm -hmm. they had accepted it later on that I was diagnosed with ADHD and I have to take medicines. They had to accept the fact. Do you think that's because of the awareness in uh, back then was so little? Yes, the awareness was very little. There were not much Google, or mm. YouTube that days, back in the year of 2004 that I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. So how did it kind of, the people that the fact that they, they wouldn't believe you and they kind of didn't accept it at first, how did that kind of, how did it make you feel? It made me feel very bad because I thought that I'm an isolated or I am um, not, I'm a black sheep of the family. I thought like that. If people are not accepting me, I don't feel nice about it. But later on, I thought that the right ones stay in whatever position you are. So I don't chase people anymore. If people want to stay with me, they can. And I've joined a lot of ADHD groups. So I have like-minded people around with me. I'm smiling and no one will be able to see this right now, but I'm smiling because that's such a big, a big thing for people to say that, that 
you know, you just kind of, if people don't want to be around you, then that's okay. Wow, amazing, absolutely amazing. So, um, so what's, so you mentioned that you went on to um, medication. Was that by choice at 16? Did you go on that starting at 16? Yeah, I started at the age of 16. The doctor gave me some medicines prescribed by the, uh, the secretaries gave me some medicines. So mm -hmm. I had to go for medications. Okay, so do, are you still on them today? Yeah, I'm still on them today, but reduced a lot since the last 16 years have reduced a lot, but I'm still taking little medicines today. Do you feel that that, um, that, that helps or can you tell us about that? Well, if I don't take medicines for long, the behavior changes, I become more aggressive by nature. So I have to take medicines uh, lately I'm taking, but uh, it's a part of my life. I think if I'm okay by taking medicine, then it's okay. I agree. I think you've got to give your, yourself the best chance that you can. Yes. Okay, great. So um, what happened after you were diagnosed? So you said you left school. So what happened after you were diagnosed and then obviously your family started to accept it a bit more? What happened after this? I went to Nagpur to stay with my maternal grandparents. They really worked hard on me and they really took good care of me and could and they didn't feel I couldn't feel that if my, my mom was not there younger that time, 16 years ago. And they really took the pains of taking me to a psychiatrist, getting the right medicines for me, taking me to a good school, making me study. But that time I couldn't study well. They had really, really, really worked hard on me. Okay. Do you think that's helped you today because they spent that time with you? Yeah, it helped me in becoming what I am today. I am just because of them. Oh, wow. That's really amazing to say that. And that's so is that's your grandparents and your parents. Yeah, grandparents and my parents. They, my mom, especially, she really took pains for me and uh, helped me to get, get to a proper doctor and everything. Did whatever was necessary. That's amazing how at first they, you know, because the awareness wasn't there, but then because they noticed that you had it and then they kind of took that on and took you on and they just helped you in every possible way. That's really, really rare and very special. Yes. So, um, so do you still live with your family now? Yeah, I still live with my family, but yes. I live with my parents right now and my grandparents also have shifted to Calcutta because they are not young anymore <laughs> and they are um, that time they were younger so they, they, my grandfather is little sick so they have shifted to Calcutta and I'm very grateful for them all. Oh wow okay yeah. so what happened yeah. when you went to um, when you went into like jobs and careers did your ADHD impact you in the same way to school? It has impacted me a lot during the careers and job because of concentration lapses. I can't sit and do a sustained job for a sustained period of time. There are concentration lapses. People know the different that I'm different from them. Of course, by my actions, by my behavior, by my attitudes, I and I need a lot of instructions to work with. There are uh, behavior factors also in job. What sort of jobs have you had in the past? I had worked in my father's office once, then worked in a school in um, Nagpur, and then in uh, Calcutta also I'm teaching an NGO, it is deep. It has impacted a lot in my work also. 
Okay, so do you think any of your ADHD, so if I said to you, turned it around now and said uh, ADHD strengths, what would you say that uh, how ADHD impacts you with strengths? Yeah, I have a high energy level and I'm creative, I'm passionate, I'm funny, I'm fun loving and all. Do you think that that's helped you in your jobs with careers? It has helped me in my jobs and careers a little, but more or less people in India, they see uh, the mental illness as a taboo in India. I mean, people see th- uh, their children or adults differently from a different eye. It's very sad, but they see uh, adults in a different eye here. Okay, so what do you mean by taboo? Can you tell us a bit about that? Taboo means like... Uh, I'm 32 and uh, to be frank, that I'm not getting good marriage alliances because of my uh, problem or behavior pattern. Like people don't accept me as a part of the family uh, anyway. And um, they are not, nobody is uh, insisting on getting me married or uh, getting married to me, whatever you say. And how, and how does that kind of uh, impact you not only emotionally, but kind of with your with your own family. It uh, yes, my family is of course worried of me, worried for me because I'm 32 lately and I'll be 33 in a couple of months. So they are they are worried about me lately, but uh, they have left it on God. I mean, my mom is my biggest strength. I got divorced a few years ago, and yet and they had played. A, whatever like uh we told them that i have this illness and i have the symptoms don't do it and they did just the reverse of it they had told them about the mental illness also that i'm taking medicines you should do this and not don't do this that did the reverse it has really impacted me a lot and um but my parents are my biggest strengths because in india keeping a married girl is not so easy as is in the western countries and they had kept me so well and my grandparents also that especially my grandfather he also said that it can happen to anyone it's just not you it can happen to anyone he's my biggest strength in life oh that's really nice that's really 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 special because even though you have the pressures of the social outside kind of external from your family the fact that you've got that family support obviously makes a huge difference yes do you feel that any other kind of um there's any other cultural impacts of having ADHD in like your society about how people do still people do you still have that stigma when meeting new people yeah I have a stigma and everybody knows about the illness and people know uh, I have the stigma with me also but instead of crying over I'm trying to use it in a positive way like recently I did a workshop on yoga impact on yoga and ADHD and I put pictures of it in social media that really motivated some people also wow okay so we'll go we'll start to talk about that now so do you still so as we go on about jobs so kind of um what do you do currently like during covid like um are you still working with your dad or have you started doing something else no recently in covid i attended a lot of webinars and all did some video editing also and um I just did Zoom webinar and I joined several in the COVID only I came to know about the ADHD support group. Mm-hmm. I somehow clicked accidentally on the Indigo group and I came to know about Tasha and the 
family and then i came to know about ratan sir also and the family so i had i come came to know a lot during the covid times globally so because obviously in in india you don't have that support and the awareness is that what you do is that what you do you reach out online to kind of get that help yeah i reach on online i questions question people i get the answers and also i'm connected with this svasa university in bangalore uh, that have impacts yoga that have provide they're doing a lot of work for the mental health of people and they are providing yoga for mental health people it's very good i mean i wow. found a lot of improvement in the after doing so do you feel so um as an adult now how do you kind of what do you use to help obviously we've talked a bit about medication what do you use that helps you with your ADHD challenges it um helps me my ADHD challenges it, it increases my concentration level memory working memories increase because of that it makes me relax also the yoga techniques help me to relax also and you, also increase the dopamine level in the brain yeah yeah of course that's what we need do you do it every day or i try to do every day one or two days i miss but mostly i do every day yoga wow do you do anything else is there any other like strategies or techniques that you use to kind of help you manage Yeah, I do art of living, Sudarshan Kriya also by Shri Shri Ravi Shankar Ji. But uh, yo- but I feel that Svasa Yoga is much more powerful as it is customized yoga from especially for the mental disorder thing. So they have customized the yoga pattern into mental disorder thing. Wow. Okay, great. So we're going to uh, have a break now because i am very very hot in my air on air conditioning room so we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about what's next for manaski and we're going to talk about what's her mission for now okay and we're out If you would like any information on Indigo's support group, check out the website below for our link to our Facebook page or email at indigo.adhd2020 at gmail.com. If you would like to offer any comments or feedback or if you are interested in the world hearing your story, then please reach out either through the group or through our email. As said before, have a good week. Check in again later, Indigos. The Indigo Diaries. So welcome back. Before the break, we've cooled down a bit. And before the break, we were talking to Maniski and she is from India. And she was diagnosed at the age of 16. But you should all know this because you should have listened from the beginning. If not, then please rewind now. So... We were talking, we got to the point where we were talking about that you were using yoga to help you with your ADHD. So kind of, I remember you mentioned earlier in the podcast that you were, that you were thinking about um, starting a new mission with helping people around ADHD and globally. Would you like to tell us about this? Yes, I would like to 
help them globally not only in india because people all over the world need help need to voice out the problem listen to them because when you go through a particular thing then you know the pros and cons of it mm-hmm. like if you go through the poverty you know what the poverty is so i i mean uh, adhd some using since everybody come came to know about my pro- come has come to know about my problem so i'm using it for helping people globally okay so how um so you mentioned that you did a yoga uh, webinar and if anyone wants to see it i will put the link below it's very very good is how how else are you going to achieve this goal i would like to create awareness in people or people in india they know now a lot but yet create awareness on yoga impact of adhd how is yoga used for adhd that is my goal to help okay. people individually as well as in groups okay that sounds absolutely amazing i think that you don't really see that much of yoga and adhd so that's a really kind of unique avenue to go through and because that's kind of impacted your life i think that's a real beneficial thing so you said that you feel the pain of adhders so you would like to educate them what do you mean by that pain is that people isolate us in india is a taboo in india we are considered different and so people don't like to associate us with, uh, with ourselves much like whenever uh, there's a talk of mar- my marriage going on there are not much marriage good marriage alliances received in india because people don't accept you with adhd that is the saddest part in india hmm. so how's that kind of impacted your life how does that make you kind of it has impacted my life lately hmm. How does that kind of resonate because with you? It resonates with me because I feel isolated, outcast by people also, and people usually have the habit of gossiping and making fun instead of helping mm. the other one out. So over here, people gossip on your back and they don't help you in any manner they can. That's so sad that people just gossip and just. just because you're a little bit different and your brain works in a different way that they it's just because they don't understand and they just laugh and i think that's really really sad it is so you want to create the awareness so these things don't happen for other individuals like yourself yeah i don't want people to suffer like i was suffering awareness is quite much high now in india but still more and more awareness makes better choices Yeah, I agree. I think that awareness with ADHD across the world, but especially in Asia is very low and very limited. So the more yes. the awareness the better. Yes. So you said that you're part of a um ADHD India group. How do you feel that does that does that help you in any way? It has helped me a lot because the India foreign lifestyle and Indian lifestyle are quite different. Like over there uh so indian uh, india group adhd focus group also helped me a lot i got connected to lot of people and they really helped me a lot also that accepted me as a part of the group and how does that how does that make you feel it makes me feel good and special and make me feel that i'm not alone and they're much more like me around yeah it gives you that validation doesn't it and it just makes you feel so like 
I don't know. It makes up for kind of, in a way, for every every person that's not accepted you. Yes. So would you be, do you ever think you'd be interested in starting your own group like that? Or you feel that you want to just create the awareness with the webinars? With webinars, it's much easier because uh, you don't have to go anywhere. You have virtually, and social media, of course, plays a very important role in India. And especially in India, because people all the time on Facebook, Instagram, and other social sites, mm -hmm. like if you post pictures and all, people obviously will see it. They connect to you better not only in india but also outside india like i had posted some pictures lately in social media so one or two friends got connected to me they called me up and saying what you guys are doing like i also had depression and all that stuff yeah social media is much easier way to connect with people yeah i couldn't agree more so um how it kind of like now you've kind of kind of got this awareness and you've been going online with the podcast you've been doing your yoga you've been reaching out to people how do you feel that that has improved do you feel like it's it's improved your adhd challenges and your kind of your well-being of your life yeah it has improved lately my adhd challenges and i got connected to so many people so many psychologists i could uh except for others also it has improved a lot yeah, challenges are that I can't sit uh, still in one place. It has also improved me to sit still in one place. I came to know about know about myself and my problem lately also. Okay, so how do you, so you, knowing about it, you think that that's, that's really beneficial? Yeah, it's really beneficial. Once, if you don't know about the problem, how can you solve it? You have exactly. to know about the problem exactly exactly so um how do you ha, so obviously about, not about marriage but what about friends and relationships you've talked a lot about family what about friendships and things like that how do you kind of how have you found that kind of throughout your life friends are not very stable i lose friends very easily people don't want to be connected to me it is but few friends they stick on me that's very good on them so you have like a nice group, like a small circle now? I already had a big group, but now they're all married away and they're different streams. Now I've got a smallest group, but a real friends. Yeah, I think that's, it's not about quality, quantity, it's about quality, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So kind of what's next for you? If I ask you that question, what's next for you, Miniski? What, 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 what do you want to do next? I want to do post-graduation yoga therapy uh, from West Vyasa and I would really like to help people by teaching through yoga globally, not only in India, but globally, yes. I would like to help people by yoga because it helped me a lot and it will help others a lot also, but it's quite beneficial. So I would like to do post-graduation yoga. Okay, I think that's really amazing. I think that that's not... That's not, well, what I've seen, it's not really done enough. So I think that that's really special. Yes, it is. Okay, so is there anything else that any, any regrets? So if I, if I say to you any regrets, any regrets from being diagnosed or having ADHD? Do you have any regrets? Yeah, I have a regret that why it has happened to me, why didn't it happen to others? I have the regret of why it happened to me, but it's like filling in the jots. Like uh, I thought that God has supposed, had wanted me to be in this clan and help people. So he had diagnosed 
me with it so i could help people not only in india globally or mm-hmm. correct people so maybe it is a blessing for me what is a curse for you maybe a blessing for you at the end wow that's really nice so like it was it was a curse but now you kind of feel like it's more like a blessing blessing yes i feel wow. it's more of like blessing yes okay so any last thoughts that you'd like to share with our listeners yeah i would like to say that it's okay to be different it's okay to be uh, uh, not like others it's okay just be what you are people come and go but the right ones stay just stay who, who and what you are and be proud of yourself no matter what thank you i'm smiling grinning from side to side because that is so true it is absolutely like pot of gold there that is exactly true and a lot of us don't believe it but it's it's uh, really is true so um i just want to say a big thank you to you so as we come to the end i just like to say really huge thank you and appreciation for being a part of this diary i think it's quite extremely exhilarating thank you tasha for making me a part of the podcast it's okay and it's really exhilarating to hear such passion and encouragement from yourself that even after everything you want to pursue a mission in helping others like yourself to not feel like they're alone and to be who they are and we definitely especially in this part of the world we definitely need more people like you so before we end this diary is there an encouragement that you would like to leave um our listeners with yeah i would like to say big thank you to the indigo team tasha especially big thank you to the indigo team and ratan sir of the india team also and my family my friends will be in a big support to my life thank okay. you all thank you so much and so yet again we leave diaries with uh from another in- individual who's batting everyday life with this real condition in a culture that may not be accepting but she still has the passion to inspire others With this thought I would like to say that wherever you are in this world that there is help available and that's what's so extraordinary about the world wide web. So please reach out if you need anything or want to share your story. So as we as we say every week signing out Indigo see you soon have a great week and please never be afraid to go after what you believe in and we're out. Dear diary. Dear diary. Dear diary, today is ending. I'll check in again tomorrow. Tomorrow is a brand new beginning. Good night, sweet dreams. I think tomorrow will be. Shh.